What's up, everyone? We're back for another episode of Locked On Bucks, and we're talking schedule today. It's dropped. Some people try to tell me that this isn't an exciting day, but of course it's an exciting day. You get to look at all the matchups uh, and when the Bucks are going to play all these teams. So we're going to break it down. Uh, is it an easy schedule? Is that even a thing? I don't know. We're going to discuss it now. Backs him down. Giannis into the lane. Giannis spinning. Fading shot. Up. Locked on Bucks. I'm your host, Kane Pittman. You can see and hear me on this show daily and also find my work over at ESPN alongside me. Uh, we've got the trio back together. Justin Garcia from the Bucks Radio Network, Camille Davis from the Technical Foul Podcast, but both of these guys, their other jobs are somewhat important, but most importantly, they're on Locked on Bucks a lot, which we appreciate. And we appreciate you guys making Locked on Bucks your first listen or first uh, watch of every day. And we are going to continue the coverage of our favorite team right now, Team Greece. Uh, also, uh, Georgia, by the way. We've got a soft spot for Georgia. I don't know how many uh, Georgians, uh, not the state, the country, uh, we, that are watching Locked on Bucks. But we'll be talking Giannis. We'll be talking Mamu a little bit later uh, with Frank. So keep an eye on, keep an eye out, I should say, for that podcast. But we're talking about the schedule today. Uh, Camille, let me go to you first. What are you looking for when you see the schedule drop? What's the first thing you're looking for? The first thing I always look for is to see when the home opener is going to be and who is, is against. That is the very first thing I always check for. Um, I remember a few years ago we had, when LeBron was still in Cleveland, we had LeBron for our home opener. And I was like, oh boy, like like we're getting somewhere now. And I checked this year's schedule and I believe our home opener is against Houston. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, not the, not the same ring to it, but um, a, a Saturday night game at home. You know, very first one of the season coming after a, a Philly game on the road. It should be fun regardless, although the the opponent isn't who I was hoping for. You know, I was hoping for a, a bigger a bigger test to start off. But, I mean, after leaving Philly, coming back home to Houston might not be the worst thing in the world. So you said it's got a nice ring to it, which is perfect, because I was just thinking about this. And we're going to break it all down uh, big picture in a second. But, Justin, I was thinking about this. Last year, the home opener is ring night. Like you couldn't possibly have had a better way or a more exciting way to start the season. And as Camille said, it's Saturday night. The arena will be packed. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but the Houston Rockets is not. I mean, I, I mean, we hope, by the way, we hope that it's, it's a win for the Bucks for sure. You can't, uh, you can't lock anything in this early. But it's not exactly a marquee matchup. Uh, no, but I think part of it is um, it, it's not even the Christian Wood Revenge Tour either anymore. But you <laughs> or the DJ least, Augustine Revenge Tour, or DJ not... Augustine, yeah. Um, but you at least add some sizzle to the Rockets coming to Milwaukee because it's the home opener. So I'm sure the marketing department for the Bucks is like, great, perfect, give us a so-so to bad team for the home opener because people are going to show up for that anyway. And it it actually I know. Uh, there's still a lot of time between now and the season starting and things could change. Um, but it does seem like this is much different 
from last year when you think back to how the season opened up as well. Uh, obviously, opening night is going to be difficult, and we knew that last year as well. But it's more of a soft landing this year where after you get through that um, that Philadelphia game, depending on what happens with Kevin Durant in Brooklyn, there's a lot of games where you feel like, eh, I feel pretty good. There's some interesting matchups, but it's not front-loaded with a lot of really difficult matchups, whereas last year you had the Nets coming to town, then you had to go to Miami and a, a bunch of a more difficult games kind of early while they were injured too. And this year got a couple of games with the Pistons and you got, we'll see what happens with the Knicks. And we said, we'll see what happens with the Nets as well. So you feel like, all right, there's a chance to really take it easier, build up some wins early on in the season, opposed to how things went last year. I think that's a pretty good point. And Matt Moore, who does uh, great stuff over at uh, Locked On Nuts, by the way, you can listen to that podcast as well if you want to hear what our friends in Denver are thinking. But he did a great service to all NBA fans today on his Twitter. So he went through really breaking down the schedule in great detail. But one of the uh, things that he looked at was the first 20 games. So uh, it's a good point you make, Justin, because the start for the Bucks, in his words, ridiculously easy. So the first 20 games... <laughs> 13 at home, only seven on the road, second easiest schedule, which is always interesting because, as you point to, predicting what's an easy schedule six weeks out from the season even starting is you know, it's based on last year and all those types of things. So it's not a perfect science. But second easiest schedule, uh, the four games they have a rest advantage. There's only one that there is a rest disadvantage. So that might be, you know, putting a team in a back-to-back, those types of things. Uh, and, they again, they're just not really traveling. So outside of that Philadelphia game, you mentioned it twice against Detroit, twice against the Thunder. Obviously, the Rockets game that we're talking about, San Antonio's in there, which is kind of weird to wrap your head around, but it doesn't seem like they're in for a big season. So, Camille, I'm wondering when I looked at this, the first thing I thought about is Chris Middleton, and we've already spoke about the fact that you know, maybe he has a slow start to the season. I predicted or assumed that the Bucks were going to be conservative anyway, uh, but maybe this is a nice little lead in for a team that. Has had a couple. We'll have a couple of guys, namely Giannis, that is playing big minutes through September. Maybe this is a perfect way to start. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with that, especially given the fact that what is it? The first one, two, three, four, five, six games are at home. Then mm. they go to Minnesota, come back for a back to back, back at home against OKC. Um, having those first few games at home stretching over two weeks um, is a big advantage as well. Because think about if there's rehab that needs to be happening. Everything is right here for these guys to keep working and getting back. So thinking about Chris, even if he's not back for the home opener or the season opener, um, you would hope that he's able to get himself back and acclimated to action over the first couple of weeks of the season while we have, as being predicted, a soft schedule, so to speak. Um, that's what you can hope for at this point, because when you look at the rest of this the schedule, like going into December, when they spend most of the month on the road, it, it gets tough. So you hope that the Bucks can get out to a fast start, um, get a little cushion so that later on in the season, if rest becomes something, you know, that we want to do for the team, uh, it doesn't really we're not fighting for a position at that point. We already have enough wins stacked up from earlier in the season. Um, so that's why I always think about like early season wins, like they're equally as, as important, if not more important, because if you are where you want to be in the standings later on in the season, you have more flexibility to rest players or to take care of yourself heading into the playoffs. Now, the flip side is, Justin, don't get off to a slow start. 
that's I mean that's and look weird things can happen at the start of the season and as much as we just sit here and say well the Bucks should beat these teams start of the season sometimes produces some funny results so it does put a little pressure on you better cash in and take advantage of this because once you get to December uh, you've only got oh sorry 10 of the 15 games in December are on the road so it's going to flip around pretty quickly yeah, it's um, and weird things probably will happen too. I mean, go back to last year. Did any of us expect that Brooke Lopez would start the opener and then yeah. it would be, man, when or if he's going to come back this year? Uh, so, yeah, to that point, you can't get too confident of, well, we have a relatively easy schedule out of the gates here. Uh, last year, it was, and I know you mentioned Matt Moore breaking down the top 20. Last year, I was looking at this. Um, right around the same time he put that out, uh, they were 12 and eight through the first 20. And obviously injuries were a big part of it last year, but it's the exact opposite where nine of their first 14 were on the road last year. I think they eventually got to 10 apiece through the first 20 games, but it was really difficult early. If for no other reason than the road games here, it's the opposite. And the, the most interesting part to me is the December schedule you guys have already kind of talked about, but it, to a T, like all the way down to the teams played, it is almost identical to the March schedule from this past year, where I think it was they played 14 games and nine were on the road. Here it's 15 games and 10 are on the road. But you have all the same teams there, too, where it's the Bulls, the Celtics, the Timberwolves, uh, the Mavericks, and the um, the Grizzlies are all those teams that, that make up that portion. So last year we looked at March and said – man, this March is going to tell you a lot about this team. Hopefully they're getting healthy and uh, that's where they start to go on a run here. This year, that might be early where it's just, all right, let's see if this team can start to take off and build something in December or vice versa. Is it all right, they had a rough December. Look at the second half of the season and how this team performs. All right, so the schedule makers have been lazy. That's what uh, Justin Garcia is uh, saying there. Uh, Speaking of being lazy or some people would say, irresponsible uh, we've got a message here uh who is this from nhtsa drive cyber or get pulled over you're hanging out with some friends you throw them back a few uh, tinnies as we would say here in uh, tinnies t-i-n-n-i-e-s uh a few becomes too many as the evening comes to an end and people start to head out you think of calling for a ride then you think you live close by you think you can get away with it you think you're going to be fine uh, you ask, what are the odds that you're going to get pulled over? Well, the chances are pretty high, and everyone knows about the risk of dream, uh, driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't seem to stop everyone uh, from getting behind the wheel uh, under the influence. That's why police officers are out there looking for impaired drivers on the road. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again, play it safe, and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Uh, drive sober or get pulled over. Let me ask you this question, Camille. Which team, is there a team that you look for first? Maybe a team that you really just have some deep-seated dislike for? Um, not really for me. I don't, I don't necessarily look for it in that way. For me, when I looked at the schedule this year, it was more so like, okay, who are some of like the, the guys I'm looking forward to seeing the Bucks play against? So although we opened up the season against Houston and they might not be good, I do want to see Jabari Smith. I just want to see what he's like. I'm looking forward to playing the Thunder because I want to see what Chet Holgram is looking like. I'm looking forward to playing against the Magic. Because let's see what and it's, 
Yeah, yeah. Check like, over and plays, and and they're not already <laughs> to the point of let's take it easy here. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's 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 the NBA right now for me is just in a really fun place where almost every team that we can play against, there's somebody on that team that's interesting to me enough where I'm like, I want to see how this shakes out. I want to see how this goes. I want to see the new look Atlanta Hawks and see what Murray and Trey look like in the backcourt. Like. Detroit should be fun. I don't think they're going to be good, but they should be fun. I'm looking forward to seeing how they play. Um, of course, you want to see us take down our rivals, Philly, Boston, Miami. Uh, those are always get-up games. And I'm also just even curious to see how we match up against Minnesota because last year I was surprised at how hard Minnesota came at us and how difficult that matchup seemed. So seeing them add Rudy Gobert. And just knowing how Giannis and Rudy tend to play against each other, I'm curious to see how that looks. Like honestly, I look at the schedule. I just I'm just excited. Even Chicago. Like I I want to see the Chicago. I want to see everything. <laughs> I am I am having Bucks basketball withdrawal, and at this point, every matchup is something I'm looking forward to. So it's Philly for me, which is I, I think if you're someone that really likes to get on Twitter, that opening <laughs> night game, there is going to be some declarations either way. MVP champions of the east all types of things people are going to be going absolutely crazy and it's just a straight up really tough matchup james harden lots of reasons why these teams won't necessarily uh, be too fond of each other and that's on tnt 32 national games nine of those are on nba tv which is kind of a bit funny but 32 overall i remember the days justin when there was maybe two two national tv games and and one was nba tv (laughs) (laughs) that's right i was gonna say both (laughs) Hey, what about Christmas? Let me ask about Christmas, though, because this was interesting, and this was one thing that was revealed today. So we knew that they were playing the Celtics. Uh, This might be great news for the pair of you. I couldn't give a stuff about the Packers, to be clear. (laughs) To put it... (laughs) I couldn't. I might even... I'm not going to go there. But anyway, the Packers game starts at noon, I believe, Central Time. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Bucks. now we find out are playing at 4 Central Time. So actually the third game on the slate, which is beautiful for me as well. That's about 7 a.m. So that's fine. Day after Christmas. So I'll be, uh, I'll be a little dusty. There's no doubt about that. But we'll be able to make it work. Get up and watch some Christmas Day hoops. But Justin, that is, I tell you what, if, you, if you've got family that doesn't like sports, they're going to hate you by the time <laughs> you're done with the Packers and Bucks. Uh, I was actually talking with somebody with the team. Um, when we knew what the Christmas day matchups were and it said like, so am I, do you know the times yet? Are they going to be playing at four? And their response was basically giving it away of how do you know that? Cause we were tentatively told to plan on four o'clock mm. and it was that of like, well, I just assumed you want to try to avoid the Packers one, but also the Celtics won the East and the Celtics. I know the Bucks won the title and they played at one thirty. But Boston is a much larger market. So you figured there's a good chance they're going to be in one of those probably four o'clock games here. You knew it wasn't going to be 11. You knew it wasn't going to be 930. Uh, I was more than anything surprised it was the Celtics again. And I think it was actually Matt Moore who tweeted his predictions. And he had Bucks Celtics of a possibility. And I thought, why would they do that two years in a row? But of the matchups, I mean, really... It was either that or Bucks Sixers. You're not going to do Bucks versus Knicks in the 11 o'clock game. So uh, that I'm excited about. This is the first time it's actually been in the afternoon. And not to get too inside radio, but especially when they're at 11, I mean, that's your whole day. That Christmas day, I got to wake up and get to the radio 
Radio Station and spend a day at the arena last year for the time. So four o'clock to me is perfect. And at first I was kind of confused and like, why are you doing Bucks Celtics two years in a row? But it's going to be really good because I think all the interest lies in Bucks, Celtics, and Sixers with those three teams, assuming Kevin Durant is not with the Brooklyn Nets, and that's what could blow everything up. Uh, but I I like the matchups for the most part on Christmas Day. And, you know, to go back to the rivals comment you made, I think the funniest takeaway here is some of the quirks and little things that the league has done with the schedule. Again, the rivals week this year just confirms what we've all said the last few years of, well, I guess the Bucks don't really have a rifle this year going forward and trying to figure out who it is, if it's the Celtics, if it's the Sixers. The Bucks not being included in any of that Rivals Week messaging kind of hammers home that point. But uh, the the mini series that they've adopted the last two years, maybe more than that too, but it, at least last year it was happening. And the COVID year it happened for the obvious reasons. But I really like those, that you get multiple games in a row against the same team in the same venue. And I, I really like the other thing that they did, which is long overdue of if you play on a on, you know an ABC game or the Christmas Day games and any of those big national games, you're off the day before and the day after. So, so there is no, well, three games in four days or back-to-backs, and let's eliminate any incentive for load management. You mentioned Kevin Durant. Uh, you mentioned the Nets. This is just a continued saga, and that's uh, they didn't get a lot of these big matchups, and it makes sense. Uh, BetOnline.net, our friends, did an interesting uh, survey, uh, and it was basically a Twitter uh, info map based on the tweets about Kevin Durant, and they've got a breakdown of the states where the most negative tweets come from. Now, our friends in Boston obviously don't want this Kevin Durant trade because they are number one. Uh, Wisconsin, not too bad. Only, uh, where did they rank? They were, I was just looking at this before, and now I can't find it, 30th out of the states in terms of negative Kevin Durant tweets, only 5.71%. So, uh, like they say, people in Wisconsin are, uh, are lovely, of course. That's why we get along so well. But you can go to betonline.net if you want more information than just that. There's plenty of lines about Kevin Durant. There's NBA championship awards, all those types of things. Uh, so you can find everything you need. And other sports, NFL, people are getting excited about that. Uh, I love the Packers, as you all know. Uh, baseball, all sorts of things. So that's BetOnline, where the game starts. Uh, Camille, so what else are you seeing here? Is there anything that stands out to you? I, I know over the last few years, and it's been funny for a lot of fans trying to get to games, are you the type of person that's locking in any games here, any trips? Is there anything that you've got on the radar? I will say this. I have a bucket list of watching the Bucks play um, in as many away arenas as mm-hmm. possible. So I do like to look at some of the road games just to see how they line up. So when I saw, uh, I think it's in February, there, there are many West Coast trip where it's Portland and then they go to LA for a back-to-back. I was like, that's an interesting little game right there. Like going to LA in February does not sound like a bad time to me. God, exactly. Um, but also just, I want to rewind because the Boston thing is so interesting to me. Uh, KD might not be playing for Brooklyn, but he might be playing for Boston, which does change the dynamic of that game some. And if I had to pick like a team that the Bucks have some type of history with, 
the Celtics would be high on that list too, just thinking about even when we had Bledsoe and those playoff series with Giannis and Chris and Bled and how Terry Rozier just ate Bled's money and then coming back like the next year um, and, and beating them at home. Um, Kyrie, we shut Kyrie down in that next series when we back in 2019. So I, and then think about this past year with Boston too, as well in the playoff series going seven games intense Um I can see why they put that for a Christmas Day game, given what happened last year. And if you, you know, know a little bit more about the Bucks' history, just going back with Boston, um, especially how Boston fans think that Chris Middleton turns into like Michael Jordan when he plays against them. So um, hopefully Chris is ready to go for that Christmas Day game against Boston in Boston. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. But otherwise, planning to get to Pfizer, it's really just as it comes to me. Sometimes tickets get, you know, get offered up or there's a deal, and it's like I can't not go to this game. So I just go. But I'm definitely trying to get out to some road games this season. Uh, well, also Malcolm Brogdon, uh, we should mention, uh, yeah, with yeah, the yeah. Celtics. And, of course, uh, that'll be interesting with Philadelphia. Of course, they're throwing their hat in the mix for Kevin Durant as well. So that could just get even spicier by opening night. Who knows? I think the chances are he's probably in Brooklyn, but uh, we'll see. We'll see how this plans out. Any last thoughts, Justin? For once in our lives, we're keeping this short. It's a miracle. <laughs> this is peak August. It's unbelievable. Anything else stand out? Any other thoughts? Uh, no, really. We touched on it. Just the big takeaways of the after the Philly game, how the schedule is much different than it was a year ago. Uh, I think, uh, to Camille's point, I do kind of get the sense Kevin Durant is going to end up with the Celtics, unfortunately. So that adds even more intrigue. Where else is he going to go at this point? It's it's either Joe Side just digging his heels in and saying, you're going nowhere, or he's going to the Celtics. That's the team that has the best package for him. So it's one of those two in my mind. And, and that's going to make that Christmas Day game even better and even more special. All right. Well, let us know what you think. What stands out to the fans? What games are you getting to? Do we have any fans in Greece? Any friends in Greece that are traveling to Milwaukee? Uh, will I travel to Milwaukee? That's a big question as well. What games do I want to get to? This is a great point. So I'm going to have to check all that out. Uh, as I said, speaking of Greece, uh, we will talk about uh, Greece winning again overnight. Uh, Mamu put up a big double-double as well. So we're going to break down those games. Frank will be with me. Uh, shortly but the podcast you might have watched it after this but go and check that one uh, out as well so that'll be fun uh check out the locked on nba podcast as well speaking of kevin durant i think they're actually starting to get a, a bit annoyed about how often they need to talk about kevin durant because it's been the only storyline uh across the league but if you want to hear how some of the other schedules played out for other teams around the league go listen to that podcast uh and we'll leave it there We'll leave it there for today. It's always fun to have you three, or you two, I should say, with me uh, for these podcasts. We'll do this again next week. So uh, we'll leave it there. Everyone take it easy. Speak to you guys next time.